This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. It's Tuesday the 14th of March and I have the great pleasure to be overlooking the harbour at Bodrum. You can hear there's a main road down there about uh, six lanes altogether, um, a bit of a bypass for Bodrum and a little bit noisy and a bit annoying but I am looking out over a serrated horizon um, looking basically west and I think I can even see uh, part of the Greek island of Kos which is very close to here and today I want to talk about the uh, exploration I have made around Bodrum and the fairly joyful things I have found here. I've been to Bodrum before but I haven't sort of stayed for uh, days on end and previously I hadn't properly explored what's available and of great interest. So first thing about Bodrum is that uh, yeah it's a lovely resort. The beaches tend not to be too close to the uh, town itself there is a lovely harbour for wandering around but it's uh, on its own peninsula which uh, is pretty much the far southwestern extreme of Anatolian Turkey so really quite exotic crumpled landscape draped with woodland and let's start in the city centre because there is a castle but it's not just any old castle of the sort that you would expect to find dotted around the Mediterranean yes it is a crusaders castle put up I think in the 15th century and ultimately taken over by the Ottomans when they took over this part of the world understandably partly ruined and that's a great shame but what's inside it is amazing the oldest they claim shipwreck in the world they have got all the finds from a ship that went down in the 12th century bc right at the end of the uh, bronze age and on display in what's called a museum of underwater archaeology although don't get it wrong um, a number of people think that it's actually going to be underwater it's not it's in a room in the castle you can see these amphora these great pottery jars um, which were there you can see ingots of copper and of tin and those in the proportions of about nine or ten tons of uh, copper and a ton or so of tin in the proportions that you need to make bronze um, an alloy which really helped to start proper technology and this ship was sailing off the coast at Cash slightly east from here it sank to the bottom about 50 meters down it was found by a sponge diver in 1982 and then over many more years it was um, excavated and uh, all the finds put on show. So a wonderful bit of history there. Going a little bit round the bay, 
There is an astonishing Roman theatre. Yes, this is the theatre at Halicarnassus, originally a Greek settlement. It's also unbelievably the location for the original mausoleum. Yes, Mausolus, who was a Greek king, king of this part of the Aegean at least, wanted a mausoleum. It was one of the seven wonders of the world. It was about 50 metres high, a kind of veritable palace for this uh, this man's remains. And unfortunately, it was flattened by an earthquake, but the foundations are still there. And an awful lot of the stones actually were heaved away, taken around the other side of the harbour and used to build the castle by them crusaders. A history just everywhere here, though. And what I particularly like is going up into the hills. Um, there is a place called Padima, which is effectively ghost village. It was occupied by the Greeks until the population swap in the early 1920s, so about 20, uh, a century ago. Modern Turkey was founded by Ataturk and there was a population swap and the Turks who came back from Greece didn't settle in the same places as the Greeks who had left Turkey. There's one or two of these places. And so you can just see this this village. It's so extraordinary. It's on the, one of the network of footpaths, the Leleg Trail. And the Leleg people were the Aboriginal inhabitants of this uh, part of the world. There's quite a lot is left behind at one of their hilltop forts. They had about a dozen of them and just going up there following the trails allows you to enjoy the superb terrain here it really is an absolutely beautiful part of the world for those people who like me like to have a bit of a yomp a bit of a hike and then finally Gumishluk and I hope I've got the pronunciation right there this is at the absolute land's end of the Bodrum Peninsula it's a lovely resort beautiful outlook across a bay a couple of small islands one of them you can actually walk to at low tide and just a whole string of really laid back places to eat and drink and contemplate your good fortune of being this beautiful location as the sun sets and perhaps like me you even get to enjoy a glass of something tasty anyway that's quite enough from me for now thank you very much indeed for listening and i hope that you will make it to bodrum in southwestern turkey very soon goodbye small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.